It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. Diggity. Guys. Yo. I am recording from my new office in the Slingendingers headquarters. Super excited. Built it myself with the help. And by myself, I mean I did like 10% of the work while my father-in-law was a big strong man and did the rest. But I did use the nail gun. So, pretty so, cool. So, uh, testosterone's flowing. Let's just say I've done more jumping jacks in the last week than I've done in the rest of my goddamn life. Wow. So, I look like... Jumping Jack Flash over there. Yeah, I went from uh, Guy Fieri to John Taffer, baby. Heck yeah. The Went ultimate evolution. Starting bars to fixing bars, baby. Hell yeah, brother. I wish that would actually, I would much rather go the opposite way, but. No, no, you no, know, no, you, no. You don't get to choose in life sometimes. So are you just like ripping fucking sick jumps like Spring Hill Jack? Yeah, I'm like Spring Hill jacking it in here. Wow. Uh, I mean, doing flips is what I mean. Right in people's winders. <laughs> right in people's what? Winders. Right in their winders. Yeah, right through their winders. Saying, Look at these Jays. Woo. Um, so that's big news on, on, on the Dars front. Really excited. Uh, really going to make this place my own. Get some, it's gonna I don't know. pop, baby. Get, get some boy band posters in the walls, you know? Nice. Really, really make it a, a cool, maybe who get Who would a, you go? Who would I go? Who would I get as posters? Which boy bands? So you got, you got the old school, the, the original well, of the boy band phenomena with... And sinking Backstreet Boys, Boys to Men. Wait, wait. Well, I was uh, gonna say you're you're really skipping over like. Oh, I guess Boys to Men, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, <laughs> uh, um, New Kids on the Block. What was the who did who did uh El not L Town? What was it called? The the I like I, girls that wear Abercrombie fish. Dan and it. Hold on. It's like uh, I like it's, girls that. Wear I like girls just so Google's not thrown out. LFO. <laughs> LFO. <laughs> girls, girls, girls. It's going to be... Women, women, women. <laughs> beautiful, really beautiful, hot beautiful. ladies. Now Google uh, knows. <laughs> now Google. It's like, it's like dude, that's kind of what guys in freshman year of college do in real yeah. life. They're trying right. to let everyone else's algorithm tr- on their floor know <laughs> that they're straight and that they like to drink or listen to music. Yeah, they're like, got to make sure these ads pop up as <laughs> super straight. Got to body go, spray. I'm chill. Thanks, yeah, Bob I've thrown Marley. a hatchet. <laughs> uh, um, but I gotta get LFO posters and then sick. take and then, over the faces with Brink from so Brink. I shouldn't have said they were the OG, but where they really were popularized was NSYNC and Backstreet Boys. Yeah. And then you had kind of the lull for a while, and then you had the 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 revolution with uh uh, uh what do you call this them? This is gonna end sad. <laughs> Probably. What is Harry Styles' name? What is his name? Harry no, Styles. No, what, what band was that? One the, Direction. The One Direction. And then uh, now you have- uh, What's Harry Car- Styles' name? Now the Korean- <laughs> Scones wakes well, you up from his I coma. <laughs> I was like, the guy who spits on Chris Pine, what boy band was he in? <laughs> um, and then now it's like the all the Korean boy bands are where it's at. Yeah, so you it's have true. a lot K-pop to has become, you have a lot to think about. Is my point. <laughs> uh, I've already told you what I'm doing, so I don't have anything to think. You're about. You're having girls with Abercrombie and Fitch or something. Yeah, LFO, but all the pictures are Brink. That's Brink. Yeah, Brink. Like from Brink. He doesn't have a like name. Like skate down to the beach. That's a million miles away. <laughs> exactly. 
if you know, you know. If you don't know, now you know. I think that's like one of the first lines in the movie. <laughs> Dude, honestly, that movie should have gotten every Oscar possible, even if it wasn't allowed to be in the category. Yeah, maybe. Best animation. Brink. I like it. Um, Scones, you're going to be presenting uh, your six-pack abs today for us, I think? Heck yeah. So we've buttered him up and shine a bright light on him. Here we go. You ready? Prepare He's to be in a, wait, disappointed. I'm, the, I'm painting the scene for the listeners. Scones is in a uh, American flag speedo. Yep. Uh, all oiled up. I wear this. This is my business outfit. Yeah, looking like this a is sausage. You. F- <laughs> this is business casual at Slingin' Dingers. Exactly. He's looking like a greased up like turkey leg you find hidden under the fridge like four weeks after Thanksgiving. Yes. Got a real nice. Uh, a lot of like lint and crumbs yep. stuck to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh and uh yeah, I think it's uh ten out of ten. And it's what I wear to work every Monday. And that's his presentation. So Scones, what do you want to talk about while wearing that very cool outfit? Oh, sorry, it's hard to stay in my chair all greased up. I keep <laughs> yeah, slipping out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's why we bolted him in like like he's a mental patient. And it really attracts flies. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, but hey, that's uh, that's business, baby. Pretty flies for a scone guy, and that's what I'm always saying. That's what I've said. If I ever had kids, it's the one thing I'd teach them. The the Beastie Boys. Yes. Oh, okay. Exactly that. <laughs> Go ahead, scones. Tell us. Today what you're gonna we're going to be talking about harp, harp, harp. The like, high frequency active auroral research program. That sounds cool as fuck. That sounds cool as fuck. I say what? <laughs> that sounds cool. Is this like the missile one? Well, we'll get into it. Okay. Band, slick your hair back. And let those dillies fly. That's good. Oh man! All right, Darius. So you don't know anything about harp, um, unless we talked about it in the missiles and mind control episode. No, I don't know if we did. Well, let's say we didn't. Fuck. Maybe I'll we tell did. You if we have. We did talk about Is it an in Arctic Alaska? research facility. Yeah, like a, a a snowy research facility. I just don't know if it's called harp. We might have, but I guess were we're they going trying to a deep dive? Okay, yeah, let's talk about it. All right, harp conspiracies. Uh, I'm reading from the Anchorage Daily News, an article by Austin Baird. Whoa, he's got Bear in his name. He's from Alaska. He's in Anchorage. What more could you want? What more could you want? The Harp Conspiracies, a guide to the most far-out theories behind government research in Alaska. Sheesh. A military-funded project called the High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program, located on remote tundra in Alaska, jumps off the horizon past mile marker 11, on the Glen Highway. The program's main facility sits behind a barbed wire fence that stretches as far as the eye can see. What grabs Dude, the imagination? Yo. I hate to interrupt. Heck yeah, but it's hit important. me with it. Do it. What happened to Barb? Barb? Uh, well, we as the viewers know, but I don't know. That is kind of crazy. All those characters, like Nancy <laughs> does gl- not- I shouldn't have fucking done this. Does not get closure at all for Barb's yeah. death. 
Would you rather have closure or hosier? Like a new hosier Ho- album Ho- or a closure for anything in my life that's kept me up at night? Yeah. <sighs> Ding. Okay. Ding. Can I ne- can I negotiate? Uh sure. Can Hozier's new album be themed? Can it be a concept album around the things in my life that I'm not <laughs> getting closure, closure of? He'd probably be like super into that. He'd probably be like, I'm Irish, but I sing with no accent. I don't know what Hozier sounds like. Yeah, no. I mean, I do, but like, I don't know how you do an impression. Of... <laughs> yeah, anyway. That. I didn't mean, I, he as answered, soon as I derailed <laughs> he this. He talks like that too. Uh, in every interview, they're like, what do you like to do on the weekends? He's like, I like Walk to go out, dog Jeff. <laughs> uh, I like any- to take hikes. Uh, I don't- what grabs the imagination most, <laughs> though, are the couple hundred oversized antennas described by legions of journalists and conspiracy theorists, including legions. Noah Schachtman of Wired. 180 mm. silver poles rise from the ground, each a foot thick, 72 feet tall, and spaced Whoa. exactly 80 feet apart. Geometric patterns form and reform in every direction with Athenian in their... No, they're Athenian in their symmetry. It looks like a bionic forest. That sounds cool as shit. That's fucking tall. That, yo, hey. Yeah, hey. Real tall. <laughs> That's fuck. fucking tall. Shit. I thought 5'11 was tall, but fuck. Shit, 72 feet? You kidding me? You kidding me? That's taller than, like, spy outer space. Hey, those things should have been hooping. <laughs> Shout out Terry Rozier. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, Google you don't know, Terry Rozier Osama Bin Laden tweet. <laughs> <laughs> those fanged metal structures have made the sleepy rural Alaska village of Gakona, population 200, a lightning rod for controversy. Like many federally funded projects in the last frontier, HARP saw its financial peak when former Alaska U.S. Senator Ted Stevens was at the height of his power in the mid-2000s. Theories about what goes on inside HARP, which was founded in 1990 to conduct research on the ionosphere, an upper level of the... that sounds tall. Yeah, it's an upper level of the atmosphere, interesting to scientists for its importance in shortwave radio communication and because it's a place where plasma forms naturally. Yo, plasma, I hardly know her. Ask the Air Force. (laughs) Zing. Thanks, folks. Hey, tomorrow night. We got Ariana Grande as our musical guest. (laughs) (laughs) Got a great show tonight. Great show tonight. (laughs) Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Ask the Air Force what they're doing in Kokona these days. I'm sorry. You fucking hate Jimmy Fallon. I don't like him. I think the last talk show host I really liked was Conan, and he's gone. Yeah. And now it's like Jimmy Kimmel, like, doesn't really do his job anymore. Like, he just has, like, guest hosts. James Corden, that show is set up in an insanely annoying way. is awful. Jimmy Fallon right. can barely get through the interview because he's laughing the whole time. Yeah, uh, I hate it. Stephen Colbert's good. All right. I'm going to just cut all this. Why? This is what the listeners well, come for. Continue. Ask the Air Force what they're doing at Kona these days, and a spokesman stationed in New Mexico will tell you to find out yourself during Harp's open house. They usually hold these every couple of years during the summer, even though all the research is unclassified. 
The Air Force doesn't offer much else in the way of explaining what's going on, except to point out that their noble interest in studying Earth's atmosphere to further scientific knowledge and maybe improve homeland security along the way. Can I just say, yep, holding an open house for your like secretive research facility is not doing anyone any good. Or is it the perfect cover-up? Nobody's going to believe you if you're like, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, we got Tom in accounting and uh, we just have pizza pie. <laughs> I like, enjoy bagels in the office. I mean, in yeah, the right. kitchen. Like, they were very normal business structure, water coolers. And it's like, okay, so no. if you're skeptical, you're going to be like, okay, they're putting up a front. I mean, the crazy part is out there. You can already see it. The 72-foot-tall right, robot yeah. trees. They're like, hey, we like, don't care about the bagels. <laughs> Or your accounting team were more interested in the giant robot like leg things that are shooting out of the ground. Dude, I want to know if these robo trees can answer some questions about murder Yo, wind. Oh, robo trees and murder wind. That should Damn. have been the name of our podcast. <laughs> at the rate that we at this point come out on Monday mornings, it should be called Robo Trees and Murder Wind. <laughs> <laughs> we should just we should just update the name. Maybe season five will just change it completely to Robo Trees and Murder Wind. Or just close retire this one and then do a spin-off series. True. Or we could Where it's all, DJs. it's all Phil and Morbo. Oh, Phil and Morbo? Uh we could become DJs named Robo Tree and Mor- Murder Wind. That'd be pretty cool, right? Like a Daft Punk situation. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Except instead of helmets, we've got six shoes that are robotic and they're really hard to move in. That'd be sick. That'd yeah, be so they're just sick. fax machines <laughs> that we tape to our dude. My this rapid, shields. Dude, this just this back and forth rapping. This, this is yeah, where all the good this, ideas we're tennis come right from. now, dude. On a theoretical level, the Harp website notes that federal scientists are working to unlock the mysteries to other natural phenomena that have captivated humans for millennia. They're Shit. studying lightning aurora borealis and the like so murder wind might be on the docket <laughs> i was gonna say that's it's not out of the question i think i'd rather get to the bottom of murder wind before i care about aurora borealis i don't know dude it's so pretty aurora borealis this time also, of year who, who named entirely it? to your kitchen what who named the aurora borealis like what i think it's latin isn't it no latin's made for, up like you, boring you ass sheep. lights or something <laughs> It's yeah. It's uh. It's not Latin. Latin's not real. Uh, Latin's as real as pigeons. Uh, no, borealis is Latin for she. <laughs> I think it's Latin for polar lights. Maybe they had polar. Oh no! In hold their on. Dictionary. That's a beverage company. No, no, no. It's a. Okay, I'm gonna. Google's it's derived in the names from the ancient gods of the north wind Boreas and the south wind Oster, which is so much cooler than I expected. <laughs> All right, new DJ names: <laughs> Bo- <laughs> Oster and Boreas. Are you? Do you want to be north wind or south wind? Um, I don't know. To be honest, do you have a preference? Because I'll like... do south wind. Because right. it also sounds like a proper funny way to say farts. <laughs> Got some southern southern winds going on. A little too much uh, cheese, if you know what I'm saying. Okay, that gives you, and that already gives you the personality of your DJ character. You know, you get an idea of what <laughs> you're getting into. I like this a lot. My name is basically Fancy Farts. Dude, Fancy Farts and Fancy Feast? Dude, yeah, you sell Fancy Farts in a can. You open it, and it's just farts. <laughs> yeah, but it's like a, it's like a, like a monocle We're inside. fucking millionaires, idea-wise. <laughs> How are we, we, not, we haven't executed are it, but... 
Our why? thought capital is worth millions. True, dude. Thoughtcapital.com backslash. If any of the sharks account. are listening, we'll <laughs> we'll take the deal no matter what it is. We're ready. Yeah, I don't care if it's Barb being like you're gonna s- just fight my grandson. I I'm hope in. it's Lori selling f- <laughs> fancy farts on QVC. Ugh. <laughs> oh. All right. They've also learned Ugh. to induce both of those on a limited scale, according to a statement included on the Navy's defense budget, which is crazy. So I kind of picked up in a poor spot. They're studying lightning, aurora borealis, and the like, and they've learned how to induce both of those things on a limited scale. Dude, they're making lightning and auroras? Yeah. I mean, we kind of are with our, like, like f- you know, figurative lightning with our Well, shows, we have it in a but, bottle. Yeah, cultural lightning. Yeah, but yeah. Um, cultural yeah, they lightning. can induce on a partial level. According, I guess I bet it all I, on that I, horse back in the Kentucky Derby. I guess it probably depends on how you interpret the Navy defense budget, but they can induce lightning in Aurora Borealis. Harp also exists. The website Project Notes to learn more about shortwave radio communications and its application in global positioning systems, among other things. So, kind of important. Pretty much how so, the entire world gets anywhere now. I think this is just uh, some, uh, what's it called? What was it called in the 70s? The Mind Control. Uh, MK, MK Ultra? Ultra. Well, here's where, here's where we, get, we get fun. We get right. uh, to the fun get stuff. Get fun. Uh, among other things. Maybe Harp was used to search for Saddam's WMD. Maybe it's utilized to gather intel in Iran's underground nuclear facilities. Who knows? I, I like how he's state, just like, these are the two things. Who knows? I should state that it was published in 2011 and updated in 2017, this article. That's a smart... Yeah, that's a good call. Um, plenty of other theories have been explored about what exactly Uncle Sam is up to way out in the middle of nowhere, Alaska. However, uh, here are a few... Oh, no, sorry. Here are a few of the best conspiracy theories in a nutshell. Earthquakes. Could Harp's intended be generating Earthquakes. What? Eric Dubay, a conspiracy blogger and American expat that lives in Thailand, is part of the crowd that believes that the U.S. used HARP to cause the 8.9 magnitude earthquake that rocked northern Japan in March 2011, leading to the devastating Ooh. Fukushima Daiichi nuclear meltdown. Why would they do that? I know. Japan's an ally, right? <laughs> I, I Like, okay, this is, uh, this is pretty kooky. Uh... Oh, and there's going to be, like, someone related to some... It's going to be, like, some congressman's cousin was there or something. Yeah, right. Like, Fukushima had ties to the yeah. Federal Bureau of Investigations, blah, 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 blah. The gist of the argument from uh, Dubai and others is that waves generated by harp antennas are focused on a specific part of the ionosphere with enough force to make the, the entire thing part. buckle into space. The ionosphere slips back towards the ground with enough precision to cause a massive earthquake that devastates a strategic target that furthers American economic and defense interests. So essentially, right, so you're telling me that we just it, got cheat codes? Basically, the idea is it increases in that one spot, the ionosphere, like away from Earth, and then when it slingshots, it moves all of the air and all of the molecules in that density in such a like pressurized manner that it comes down like the hand of God and explodes onto the surface of Earth. Dude, this is pretty sick. Um, I'd say. That's a crazy... How do you, like, determine... Like, how do you come up with that? I don't know. You probably read, like, Ender's Game or something. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, yo, you guys. 
So I was wicked high and I was playing Call of Duty. But listen. <laughs> I figured it out. Others claim the U.S. for bizarre reasons, mostly unsubstantiated, as most of these are going to be, caused the January 2010 earthquake in Haiti. The best guess anyone has come up with is that Haiti was the perfect place to for a test run of sorts. Why is, among, is it the perfect place for test runs? I don't know, because it's like the poorest country, I guess, maybe, and like they can't That's... retaliate on anything. <laughs> Why not just do it in like the desert like we did with nukes? I don't know. Well, I... In this theory, the government is like soulless. <laughs> I mean, so they probably yeah. want to see all the evil, like how can it affect people and structures <laughs> and sewers. Uh, okay. Anyways, uh, it's among thirteen reasons included on a post on reasons Godlike why? Productions. Yeah, thirteen reasons why to cause a earthquake in Haiti. <laughs> it's a crazy sequel. Selena Gomez is producing. Um, that argues that the U.S. should be suspected for causing the quake in Port-au-Prince. A column by another conspiracy theorist on UFOblogger.com goes a, a very step reliable further. source. As we all do, that's saved on my home screen, baby. Goes a step further in trying to predict what will be hit next. The most likely thing that uh, sorry, the most most likely the next target will be the New Madrid fault line in the South Midwestern United States. Kansans can rest how, what, easy how, though. Do they do they give uh, like any evidence as to why that is? Or like, did no. he just throw a dart at a map and he's like, "Well, this is the next spot." I'm guessing he's just looking at fault lines. Hey man, Kansans can rest easy though. This guy's name I don't know how to pronounce it, and it's gonna sound ridiculous. So here Call we him go. Boogie oogie oogie. Pervez Hoodboy. Apakastan. It's H O O D B H O Y. Hoodboy. Hoodboy. Pervez Hoodboy, a Pakistani nuclear physicist, tears the earthquake theory to shreds in response to an Islamic group that blamed Harp for devastating floods in Putin Chab. Anyway, hurricanes. There's a story tradition of blaming devastation hurricanes on Harp. That trend hit a fever pitch in 2005. The first time was with Katrina, and then Rita, and then Wilma. Interestingly, Harp saw its funding peak that same year at $49.3 million, which is not, not a lot for a government. I was going to say, that's not much, but it's, it's like... so much money, but for like mil- like I thought you were going to say spending. billion, and I was going to be like, okay. But why would the U.S. government want to inflict devastation on its own citizens? And how exactly would scientists in Alaska generate Atlantic hurricanes with shortwave radio communication? And what, well, really, what else needs to be said? <clears throat> this is absolute hogwash, Stanford's. Stanford professor Umran Inan told Popular Science, there's absolutely nothing we can do to disturb the Earth's weather systems. Even though the power heart radiates is very large, it's minuscule compared to the power of a lightning flash. And there are 50 to 100 lightning flashes every second. Harp's intensity Damn. is very small. Pretty cool. Pretty sick. Although the U.S. government has inflicted devastation on its own citizens before, so... Like the whole, uh, have we talked on this podcast about the uh, syphilis experiments? Have we talked about syphilis much yet? We got to talk about I'm syphilis. I'm trying to get into it. We have a brief PSA out there. Um, uh, practice safe sex. Uh, it's just a black and white screen and Morbo comes in and he talks all about syphilis. Yeah, he's sitting on a New- stool smoking a cigarette. Yeah, this is now canon. Morbo has syphilis. 
So he did. Hey, Sorry, she didn't need him though. Huh? He's a spider, so usually the female eats him after sex. So he got away with it. Oh, true. So he escaped with his life, but unfortunately with syphilis as well. Yeah. So what a trade. <laughs> what a deal he made with what him. a deal. Um, no, maybe we'll talk about the syphilis experiments in the future. Don't look them up. Wait for our content. <laughs> like and subscribe. Mind like control. Subscribe. Here's where we probably touched on it last time. Okay. Of all the conspiracies floating around Harp, this is perhaps the most entertaining and scientifically far-fetched. The government is using the shortwave radio communications generated in Gakona, so the story goes, to control the minds of unsuspecting Americans. What conspiracy theorists believe the feds are trying to control is hazy. A good place to try and get a grip on one of these is the conspiracy website harp.net. Or just watch a friend of the show. I I like to think he would be. Watch Jesse Ventura's rendition when you have a few minutes. It was on his program about conspiracy theories. Then go ahead and read Popular Science's rebuttal to Jesse Ventura's rendition. (laughs) I love Jesse Ventura, dude. I don't think you understand, Scott. <laughs> There's something you gotta know about Harp. They're not actually giant robot legs. Governor of they're Minnesota. Ti- <laughs> they're tiny alien pasta noodles. Government of Minnesota. <laughs> World Wrestling Federation champion. And one of the co-stars of the movie Predator. It's just like... It's such a poggers union. The resume is fantastic. <laughs> Someone's going to say like, yeah, but he accidentally like did this terrible thing back in the 80s. And I'm going to be like, fuck. And then he purposely did these other terrible things. And I'll yeah. be like, yup. <laughs> but was and he in I character for the World Wrestling was... <laughs> He's a He's a character. He is. Look is him he, up if you don't know who Jesse Ventura is. I no, <laughs> no. He's I not. mean, on Twitter, he's listed as Governor Jesse Ventura. <coughs> oh, no, he's a I, governor. I genuinely hope he's not at least. Oh, he was also in the military. There's no way he still is. <laughs> he served in the U.S. Navy underwater demolition team during Vietnam. That's pretty this cool. This dude fucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. Hold on, I gotta get back to the page. Here we are. So beyond the conspiracies. What makes Harp susceptible to conspiracy criticism is simple. The facility does not open its doors in the same way as other federally funded research facilities around the country, and it doesn't go to great efforts to explain the importance of its research to the public. If you want to visit Oak Ridge National Laboratories, a Manhattan Project-era facility with exponentially greater funding, but also a heavy focus on top-secret nuclear technology, you can just show up to the visitor center for a public tour or schedule something more in-depth without much hassle. You can do the same at Los Alamos, another bastion for the Manhattan Project in New Mexico. At both of these facilities, journalists can access unclassified research and talk directly to researchers and scientists. That's kind of cool. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, you just say, what up, dog? There's a new Christopher Nolan movie coming out about the Manhattan Project. Killian yes. Murphy is playing Frederick yeah, he's Oppenheimer. Playing Oppenheimer. It's called Oppenheimer, no? It's called Big Stanley Oppendimer. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like None it. of that is possible at Harp, though. 
never expressly stated, probably in part because of the tinfoil hatters that might storm Gakona if allowed visits of any kind. Remember Storm Area 51? Yeah, dude. Naruto running at military installations? That's that when was Facebook sick. almost made a comeback. That was before the world... Well, I guess I was like right at the brink of the world about to turn to shit. We should have known. Yeah, maybe the, yeah, the government created COVID-19 to make sure nothing that well-organized and impactful ever happens again. Yeah. 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 Boo, boo, boo. When the movement for more information is spearheaded by Jesse Ventura and True TV, it's easy enough to laugh and let that... Whoa. Okay, first of all, um, we don't laugh at Jesse Ventura here. Nobody makes fun. And to let the real the body, <laughs> and to let the real research continue away from the public eye, but the clothes shop tendencies could prove the facility's undoing. As budget hawks like the super bipartisan group in Congress, assigned to dig up trillions of dollars in savings over the next decade, are easy are eager to score political points. What's to keep Harp from ending up on the chopping block? Perhaps opening the project up to public scrutiny might keep those federal dollars flowing to Alaska. Although I should say this article is from uh, twenty or was revisited in twenty seventeen. I should say I believe it is closing. Mm-hmm. Harp. Yes, I believe uh, <gasps> it was. No. Budget was slashed. And uh, damn. And apparently, in two thousand ten, Venezuelan leader Hugo Chavez claimed that Harp triggered the Haiti earthquake as well. Very cool. So you got guys all over the world. Uh, so yeah, I think the Air Force closed it down, and I don't know if that's because they're like, "Hey, GPS is pretty well established now; we don't need yeah, you." We figured it out. Or if they're like, "Hey, uh, we we don't have as much use for like, hey, sending out Jesse Ventura is getting too close to the truth. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> the governor of Minnesota is too close to cracking <laughs> this one open. We gotta chill. I rode a grizzly bear all the way to Harp, <laughs> but he he uh, would. He would. He would. Do you think it'd be a grizzly bear or a moose? A moosely bear. Oh. I combine animals and it's cute. It's like Avatar the Last Airbender. Avatar the Last Moosely Bear. <laughs> my home, my deep straight DVD remix. And that's Go the to story. avatarthelastmooselybear.com backslash by now. That's the story of Harp. That's the story of In Harp. In the conspiracy theories that are all over it, Sorry, like ornaments Haiti. on a Christmas tree. Hey, speaking of Christmas, <gasps> get your jingle bells rocking. Heck yeah, I already had for... some uh, my first nog of the season last night. Ooh. Poured a nice glass of eggnog. I have to drink one each year. I'm not a fan of eggnog. I love eggnog. Scone, look. If you guys want to send Scone's eggnog, his send social security all. number is as follows. Gotta, well, you gotta stock up before it's you know January and the government. Scone's takes it is away. a doomsday prepper, but only for eggnog. Yeah, he's just got a bunker full of nog. They take it away and put it all in harp in January. Oh, well, <laughs> we figured out the truth. Thanks everyone for listening. Um, check out MondayMorningCop.com. Please do. do. Why not? Check out our Check socials. Out Twitter, MM Bod, Instagram, Money More Macabre, other things. Check out and our merch. You... We need some new merch. But we check we out do our need merch. Some merch. Uh, uh, and if you guys want to send me a picture of Jesse Ventura riding a 
uh, a moose or a bear. Just or a moose go bear. Ahead and do it. Him riding a moose or bear a... might be a great merch item. <laughs> yes, queen. And um, I told Jenny to make me a T-shirt earlier today. Ooh, because I the set the the phrase "What's eating Dilbert's grapes?" popped into my head, <laughs> and I thought it was funny. Is it going to be like the comic strip Dilbert him? Yeah, but then like someone's eating his grapes. It's like him with a plate that says like Dilbert's grapes, but it's empty and there's just the stem. Right. <laughs> that could be. <laughs> yeah, you got it. So, who's eating Dilbert's grapes? I like uh, it. Find out, find out next week. And above all, I love you so much. <laughs> we love you all so much. Bye. Like and subscribe. Boy.